Welcome to episode 12 of Going Ultra. This time I'm talking about Ultraman, episode 12. If I was still titling my episodes, the title of this one would be The Callowest of Youths. And I'm going to come back to that. Um, I mean, today we had even more reveals, or in this episode we have even more reveals, and uh, brought some character similarities and differences into sharper contrast, and it, it's kind of a meaty thing to talk about, although it's just kind of a few key things are really juicy, so I'll get into those now. Uh, so, first of all, we have this amazing display of violence and con concentrated power in the uh, Science Patrol. And, I don't know, it's really interesting. On one hand, the Science Patrol enables humans to be protected from aliens. But on the other hand, the flip side of that is that the Science Patrol regularly dishes out violence against and even uh, executes death on uh, aliens who step out of line. And uh, I had kind of talked briefly in a previous episode about the similarity between Rena, um, Rena Edo, uh, or Endo, sorry, uh, blaming uh, Ultraman for her mother's death and, you know, calling into question the, I don't know, legitimacy of a hero who uh, claims to fight for justice and save people's lives when they fail to uh, save other people's lives. Um, and how difficult you know, Shinjiro's job is, um, or, you know, it's really not a job, but whatever, how difficult that is, the, the responsibility of being Ultraman is, and I kind of compared that to police, and I mentioned how I'm not, well, I'm for, I'm pro-good police who are well-policed among themselves or, you know, from outside authorities or whatever, um, but I'm also not for people uh, rioting in the streets and mobbing and <laughs> uh, menacing uh, because they don't feel like justice is being done because I don't really feel like that's an effective way to bring about justice. Um, but seeing uh, Tech Dad, whose name we still don't get in this episode, um, Seiji just calls him old man in the in the uh, subtitles, um, seeing him threatened uh, so dramatically by the Science Patrol and by Moriboshi, who we know has no... Uh, there's no qualms about killing, I think, anyone if he feels it's necessary. Um, it, it was kind of scary. It made the Science Patrol scary. They, they've been this neat, cool thing with their bright orange suits and, and you know, the cool rocket ship star logo they have. But um, they really are a paramilitary organization, and it's interesting to think about the implications of them existing in uh, Japan uh, alongside the uh, less armed uh, civil authorities, is what you might call the police there. I'm sure part of why I'm saying this is because I like Tech Dad, but, um, I mean, really, the what brought me to this point is that it looked so scary and deadly and lethal, which, I mean, I guess from one perspective, they're doing a good job as uh, makers of the show in making the Science Patrol effectively menacing and scary and threatening, so that's good. I would say more about she definitely crosses the line when he starts choking uh, Tech Dad here, and I wonder, is this concern for Seiji, or is this alien hatred? Because I'm not 100% sure where Moriboshi stands on uh, on aliens, really. Um, he keeps referring to them as illegal aliens, and in California, living in California, I've been taught that's a dirty word and you're a bad person if you say it, um, which I don't think is necessarily true because it's like a legal definition. I can understand wanting to change legal definitions so they're less hurtful to people, but uh, anyway, I don't know. It's interesting. It just kind of gave me pause. And this is a little silly, but I still wanted to share it. Um, I love conference scenes like this, and uh, the fact that we know more about Bemular, and the fact that at least, you know, allegedly the um, Star Cluster Council 
um, like might be bad because they were the ones who sent the diplomats or the people sent to work out the deal, you know, 12 years ago with the plane crash, um, sent them, uh, like they sent the mercenaries after them to kill them, possibly to stop the, the treaty with human. I, I, I don't know to what end, but it's really interesting. Um, anyway, so it's a cool scene, but even like the stuff found out in the interview is really fascinating and brings a lot of interesting implications to the future of the series. So, uh, which, you know, is about to end because this is the penultimate episode. So, um, man, I'm really like, I want to know what's going on. I want to know what Ben Reilly's deal is. I'm so very much invested in the show, and I definitely don't think we'll be getting answers um, by the end of uh, episode 13, or many more answers. Um, or Despite the amount of answers we may be getting, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more questions to be answered in future series, so that's, that's fun. Uh, Seiji and Ace Killer seem to be equally bad as far as their uh, lack of concern for uh, who they hurt as long as the payoff is worth it is concerned. Um... Like I said at the beginning of the episode, the callous of you thought, and I'll come back to that later, but like, Ace Killer just wants to kill people. <laughs> He's a mercenary. Um, he talks about not being like Earth mercenaries, which I don't know what the heck that means. Um, maybe it's because he wants to find the strongest and kill the strongest or whatever, but none of that matters right now. But I just thought it was an interesting observation that his disregard for human life is similar mm-hmm. to, um, or the lives of his targets, and you know, anybody who gets in the way is kind of similar to Seiji's disregard for anybody who gets in his way. So Shinjiro, through his naivete and his lack of, I guess, battle awareness, um, gets himself and Moriboshi in deeper than Moriboshi had wanted, um, all because uh, Ace Killer was setting this trap for Seijiro, or for Seiji, not Seijiro, and uh, Seiji was in turn using the science patrol as bait or as a distraction or as a temporary measure to uh, take out um, at least some of the mercenaries to make it easier for himself to uh, eliminate them, take revenge against uh, them for killing his human family, uh, maybe Yuko's you know, alien family and, and whatnot. Um, and that just goes back to me saying, or you know, like that's reasoning. Oh, I am justifying my claim that he is the callous of youth and youths. And I'm not saying that's a character flaw and he's a bad character because of that. I'm saying it's interesting that that's where his character is right now and it's interesting to me that he and Ace Killer are so darn similar. Um, just because it is, I think it's an interesting direction to take it, especially because this guy is kind of representing, he's called the master, the the guy, like the Bulbasaur alien, <laughs> for lack of a better name, um, you know, calls Ace Killer master. And it's funny that uh, just how striking the similarities are between the two of them. And I hope we don't get into Ace Killer's backstory and find out that he's, you know, something else, and he was victimized, and now he's a villain or whatever. Um, I just think it's an interesting uh, foil and, and contrast between the two. Another thing, it was kind of funny, um, Seijiro, or Seiji, while they're, the guys are getting beat up and used as bait, um, he gets this expression on his face, and I thought he was moved with compassion for his fellow Ultraman, but it was just his desire to help Yugo again. Um, so, once again, I'm crowning him, I'm dubbing him Calloist of youths um, because of that. Because, I mean, he really doesn't care about anything other than protecting this girl. Uh, you know, whether she be human or alien, doesn't matter. Um, and he'll do pretty much anything he has to to enable himself to do that, even uh, becoming a worse killer. And he, you know, complains before he 
launches into a memory or an attack or whatever. Oh yeah, before he attacks, that you know he's got to do this because these guys are the reason. Um, like people like this are stopping Yuko from being able to enjoy you know full human full membership in human society alongside humans as an alien as a resident alien and how upset that makes him. But um, I mean, ah, gosh, the guy's he's being pretty bad. So it'll be interesting to see how this is resolved. Um, really digging the show. I mean, this is just it's it's such good stuff. Um, looking forward to more. Uh, but I'm gonna stop now. Uh, you can check out my stuff at mjmunoz.com. I've got this um, up there as well as everything I put on my YouTube channel. It's going to be there as well. You can find my mobile fighter Gundam show. You can find another writer cast as well and, uh, comic reviews. I do all sorts of stuff. Um, and I'd love it if you check that out. And if you want to, if you like what I'm doing, you can give me a little tip by supporting me on coffee, uh, coffee.com slash MJ Munoz. And if you enjoy this, remember to like, share, subscribe, ring the notification bell, and, uh, just double check that all of those things are still there so that you keep getting my stuff as it comes out. Ciao.